This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, listeners of Lower Your Expectations. It's coming. I know. It's It's coming. Football's coming. I really hope that we're still in the competition by the time this episode comes out. I'll be next. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, So that'll be after the quarterfinals. Which we should win. Who is Sweden? All they've done is like meatballs, like Zlatan. and Ikea. Well, he's not even around anymore. Got nothing. Henrik Larsson. <laughs> <laughs> he he is a legend, to be fair, isn't he? Don't put Sweden aside that easily. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It it would be typical England to to lose to Sweden on a shitty one nil, like shitty well, scrappy goal. My question is, have they got Harry Kane? And the answer is no. England well, do. Yes, but my... He's the best player at the tournament. Mate, I love Harry Kane. Good. My concerns are he's only scoring penalties at the moment. <laughs> That's yeah. all England are doing. We're not actually creating any chances. We're just getting penalties. So, guys, the Columbia game was last night. This is why we're... Why Matt's hungover. Very, I'm not hungover. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> we drank the same amount. Well, we absolutely did We not. did. We, we watched it together and it was lovely. And winning the penalties, because if we didn't win that... Could you imagine the mood? We wouldn't be here this morning. That would be it. <laughs> <laughs> Retiring from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very good. Yes, very good. The football was good last night. And you were a good host. Because were you nervous about hosting? Trying to no. couldn't sort the TV oh. out in the day? I wasn't. It's a lot of drama. Oh, it's not a lot of drama. <laughs> no, it was a lot of drama. I wasn't nervous. I was just stressed because I couldn't sort my TV out. I have a real <laughs> issue. I feel like... I don't watch normal TV like through an aerial. Yeah. However, I've watched TV or consume that content is always on demand. And then I was like, hang on a minute. How do I watch live TV again? Yeah, because you normally do it through like the ITV hub, yeah. which means that it's, it's not a, HD. Well, yeah, and it's also like a minute delay. Oh, that would have been awful for penalties. So, Oh, yeah, could you imagine? That would have been terrible. <laughs> so I just had to remember how to connect an aerial to the tv yeah you get to nip out last minute and buy yourself a cable it's didn't all you? good it, it's all good we're there <laughs> in the end and we had dominoes we had beers it's very early on in the episode but i've got a big question for you here oh we'll have okay. another one later okay but <laughs> great do you think watching football in the pub or like you know in a public area of loads of different people or at home in your own like leisure what do you think i think it's a personal choice for either, uh, for either party <laughs> um, <laughs> for the butler party look I think it's a cool environment if you're with a bunch of people but my concerns with that is I want to watch it on an amazing quality like if it's on a projector if it's on a shitty TV shit sound I'm not about that do you not shit like it on the projector? View. no because it's shit isn't it it's yeah. not like the colours are not HD like, pop. Yeah. like when you've got that surround sound HD the other thing that I'm not a huge fan of 
is the celebration videos in pubs. People oh, just yeah. no, but like yeah. people just turn into like hooligans, and soaked. I'm like, guys, <laughs> what is the like? What is going on? It's fun though. So, I much rather having a lot of people around someone's house, like all your best mates, or whatever. Yeah. Good environment. That's more my well, cup of tea. What I, about you? Yeah, you, I was dabbled think, in both. I dabbled in both, and I was thinking about it because for Saturday we were like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" And I think my friend's gonna host a party, so I'm really looking forward to that. Because I said, "Well, the thing is, I've done it twice now out, and the first time was amazing. Like it was. I spoke about it on the, yeah. that club, but the second time it was a bit of a flop. Yeah. Bad TV. And the third time, and was the a flop. third time, at, yeah. absolute flop. Wasn't what? It? Why yours? No, the Belgium game that you watched. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry, oh, oh, okay. no, sorry. sorry. That's what I meant. So the second time I just watched it at home because yeah. that was Panama. I'm like, well, we've won that. And then, yeah, the third time at Bel- the Belgium game, that was a flop. Yeah. That was just, you know, bad it was a TV. Risk. It was a risk. It was a risk. We'd never watched football there before properly. And uh, there was no songs, you know, no fans, absolutely no fans in the area. So I was disappointed. But when we did it at yours, the food was good. Food you know, was good. And it's nice to actually, at half time and before the game, listen to that the punditry yeah do you know what I mean like the yeah, analysis yeah, you true. never get yeah, to listen yeah, that's to that true. when you're in public no cue for the bathroom yeah no urinals no one's throwing beer on you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well speak for yourself like, <laughs> tried to get a bit on Dave last night <laughs> <laughs> and you actually get to chat as well like, yeah. I feel like when you're watching a public environment it's, it's so loud that you can't yeah. normally just like say oh Sterling can't score can he uh. <laughs> That's going to be applicable for whenever <laughs> this comes out, isn't it? If he's, imagine if he scored a hat-trick on Saturday. Yeah, I'm also imagining how many people are loving this continue, continued got, football chat. Yeah, we, we had one tweet. Tweets. We had one tweet from someone saying, I love the football chat. <laughs> so for that person, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You got your seatbelt on? No. Vroom, vroom. Here we go. Oh, we're going into the internet, into space. On the left, there's Facebook, and on the right, oh, it's YouTube. Hang on a minute, what's that ahead? It's not VidCon, it's TanaCon. Ooh. When you listen to this back, do you feel embarrassed? No. You, <laughs> you sound like a, a kid's TV presenter. You've said that before. Oh. I take it as a compliment. Okay. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, some people say a lot of YouTubers are like TV presenters, so I could be a YouTuber. There you go. No, but that, you're like a, a patronising kids <laughs> presenter. <laughs> CBBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Brilliant>. Teletubbies. 
Tanacon. Tanacon was a thing that happened. If you aren't aware of it, Tanacon was a meet and greet event at the same time VidCon was planned. Ooh, beef. by Tana Mojo. They always say Mojo, but it's spelled it's Tana like Monaco. Monaco. Yeah. Tana Monaco. Uh, she's a big US YouTuber. And it was her event, in the simplest terms, in a fuck you to VidCon. Hosted a mile down the road, the same time, the exact same day. And the concept was, come, there's going to be free tickets. And there was a few other featured creators. Shane Dawson was involved. Ricky Dillon was involved. Gabby Show. A bunch of other people who were like, yeah, cool, I'm on board with this. And it was just a bit of a fuck up. Yeah, Um, because the main thing about it was the whole, when she was meant to be going to VidCon and they said that she couldn't be a featured creator. mm. So then on the tickets for the free ones, it's like featured fucking creator or something. Oh, it was literally like fuck VidCon on the the thing. Signed off fuck VidCon. Um, That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I like the idea of it in principle. Like it sounds quite nice in principle, free tickets and like all of this, but logistically. it It does, it does, it does. I'm sure lots of you listening probably have heard or watched Shane's videos yeah. since it's all he's covered it in like three detail. different parts in detail it's like almost like a film sort of thing well it's a three part documentary series and it's really cool yeah because he was meant to appear at Tanacon wasn't he yes. and meet people and he's friends with Tana. Tana so it's very good of him to do this for the fans yeah and it must have been very difficult for him too, because he yeah. essentially just morphed into Louis Farouk for an hour and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> it's amazing. A bit more background just before we talk about it. So it's Tanner's convention. She partnered with a company called Good Times, which was run by and owned by a guy called Michael, a 20, 21 year old guy who used to or still does manage some of the Vine kids when they started popping up. Not the MagCon guys, but when MagCon was a thing. So that's like Cameron Dallas and stuff. Some of the people in that era he sort of managed so yeah it was him and Tanner and it basically was just a massive shit show there was reports that 20,000 people came there were people that couldn't get in the place that they'd hired which they thought 5,000 people fit inside yeah. only had 1,000 people and there's no capacity. food water no food, water it was like people got sunburned yeah exactly bacon heat some people passed out there was a paramedics on yeah it was just a shit show and like, in the end it was cancelled as well on the well, day yeah. like halfway through yeah, it I was cancelled like, well yeah with all course. the things that went wrong and I guess the big thing was there hadn't really been a proper statement since then until Shane's video where you got yeah. them both talking and there'd been no refunds no one really knew what was, what going, was going on, on. and people had flown so obviously a lot of people probably came from California because it was in Anaheim, California. Quite a few people that had spent good amounts of money to come to this event and hopefully to meet some of their favourite creators. Yeah, there's some big people. I saw like Casey Neistat was going to be doing it. Was he? Yeah. In the video, Shane was it was like going through the creators who had. Yeah, Bella Thorne was on the board. I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but I think we're just going to dive into. Well, no, I think there's a lot to talk about in the sense that you've been involved with an event before. Yeah. Hello World, Mm -hmm. and you've got an interesting insight into the whole process and yeah. what do you think they should have done differently and ultimately what do you think will happen next so i, I have actually got a lot of, of a lot of things i'd like to say firstly i just think it's very obvious that both parties involved when i say both parties i mean tana and michael were way too inexperienced to put an event of this scale on in the amount of time that they announced it two months prior to it and stuff it's i've got a lot of issues and i've I've just got a lot of thoughts for like my biggest thought for tanner is who is her management team 
and why were they not involved in this or maybe they have been involved behind the scenes but from my point of view they should be all over this yes it's tanner's name tanner's event not many youtubers have a business acumen or know how to run businesses they have to learn on the go let alone manage and set up a whole convention that's the the question that i'm kind of interested in is where is her team who is her team why aren't they involved well i just googled it she yeah it's 20 born in 1990 she's 20 oh she is 20 born in 1998 because yes she has a lot of questions that and stuff and she was involved in the planning and stuff but like when things need to be done they need to be done properly and they clearly weren't and she wasn't on top of that she and I just think some, her team should have been there making sure things were done properly. Is that what the biggest thing you took away from it from yeah, the, the videos? Yeah, you look at it from outside and you're like, there's a 21-year-old kid, 21 and a 20-year-old, yeah. kids or not, trying to run an event. Like, what? It, <laughs> it just makes no sense. It's just I loved all the footage of um, Michael and his Segway. <laughs> that did make me laugh a lot, to be honest. <laughs> just, just going around like... Do you think because you're on a Segway that like it's like yeah I'm the the big guy here I'm the important one? Why was he on a Segway? I don't know. And it's quite a small venue. You didn't even need it. It's still like it's a huge sprawling thing. Oh, quick, better get on the Segway. Like why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think they had good intentions. Well, I think Tana had good intentions. Yeah. I don't think she wanted to rip anyone off. I think the worst thing which she's admitted to is her motivation was fuck VidCon. Now, that is the worst motivation for setting up a business is in spitefulness of someone else, of you having a bad experience with a well-run, organized event and to go, fuck you, I'm going to do it myself. And that kind of goes along with a lot of YouTubers and how hot-headed they are in the sense of, I've made a decision, I'm going to do it, I don't care, I'm going to do it. And it's just sad that it has to include, you know, 5,000 of these poor people who have spent money to get, you know, $60 alone on the ticket. Yeah. They're not the priority. You know, when they were first coming up with this, it was never, oh, I can meet all my fans and we can do this. It's, I'm going to show VidCon that you should respect me. I mean, if we're going to bring Hello World into it in comparison, it's like, Hello World got some backlash on day one in the daytime because, like, teething problems you're going to have with a new event. But how Hello World was set up and organised and structured and run compared to this... It's like you literally can't even compare the two. Yeah, it seemed to me with Hello World, like obviously I wasn't there on the first day, but I was there on the second day. And on that first day, from the outside looking in, it just looked as if it had all the like components were there, yeah. but they just weren't quite clicking properly, like yeah. they should have been. Yeah, exactly. Like every yeah, nothing tragic went wrong. Like I think <laughs> that I think the one of the biggest fuck ups of Hello World was the security team that were hired by the venue were stupidly telling people that this was a queue to meet Zoella. That wasn't a thing. So obviously you've got... You had like hundreds of kids lining up thinking they're meeting Zoe, waiting for three hours when she was... That was never a thing. (laughs) So that was like... I think that was probably one of the biggest fuck-ups on the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you compare that with Tanacon and not having water, not having food, it being boiling heat, capacity, not having a venue. Also, the other thing with Hello World was it's like... Hello World isn't what and never was a meet and greet convention. Hello World was doing something completely new in the space and setting a show and they put on like an incredible show in the in the YouTube space in the digital space that no, like no one's ever done anything like that before. Coming back to to this, it's just a, a shit show. Completely. And the way I look at it is like businesses obviously have to make money, right? Yeah. I get that. 
and you have like a your margins and things and you're always going to try and be right if we can give a really good service but we only have to spend this much money then that means we'll recoup more from the ticket sales and things yeah. like that maybe this isn't tanner this is more good time yeah but it's like they just didn't seem to spend the money on anything really like when you compare it yes he's got to refund a lot of money now and it's come out you know 350 grand it's gonna come out of his pocket like, yeah if he just spent the money properly in the first place, you know, security, it was meant to be, what, 90 people when yeah. you were 20. Yeah. 20 security just, for 5,000 yeah, people. Mental. Uh, that is just reckless. It's, just, yeah, it's reckless. It's, it's, it's absurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, not having proper water and food. Like, yeah. they're, just, they're the basics. Fair enough, if they've spent all the money on that and then the, the goodie bag shit, I think people would forgive that. If you got the basics right. If a goodie bag was shit. Yeah, no, but I know it was. That's what <laughs> was I'm saying. Awful. Like if, if it was like that, but everything else was fine, yeah. I don't think people would be mad. They'd yeah. be like, Well, yeah, that's annoying, but I had a really good time. Yeah. I think the money thing, like Tana said something about she's she's never doing this for money and it's hard to judge because I don't know her, but I don't think she did that event with the intention of not earning any money at all. Not not yeah. necessarily from that event, like she's getting a fee or something, but like the idea of setting up a convention and turning it into a big business. I don't believe that saying, I'm not doing this for money. Yeah, like, why what? would she invest that much yeah. time and also stress? I mean, as it turned out, it has bitten her on the ass, but putting your name on something, yeah. that's why would you do all the kind of pressures that that brings yeah. for apparently the fans? Like That's a nice thing in principle, if sure. that's true, but... That's not the real world, yeah. is it? I, I personally don't believe that. But I believe she had good intentions and she wanted to, to do something. It was just all wrong. <laughs> yeah. I also want to see Michael's footage because at the end of Shane's video, when they were looking through her footage, it's like there are some interesting things that go against Michael in that. But throughout the whole thing, there's also some inter interesting things that go against her. So I know what you mean because supposedly Good Time were making this documentary. Yeah. The thing that annoyed me when Tana was talking to Shane saying when she was at this Studio 71 party or whatever and everyone was, all of Michael's clients came up to her or or were telling her that Michael rips them off and they were yeah. too scared to tell her. I don't believe that. The thing is, for me, it was entertaining, those three videos. I think there were some truths in there, but at the same time, they know they're being... F Why would they... I don't know. You can't say some of these things, can you? It's like defamatory. Something, especially when it's like uh, they spend a lot of money and he yeah, owes yeah. people a lot of money. You're not really going to get the truth out of these videos. No. You know, afterwards, Michael tweeted saying... Thanks for having me on, Shane, and all of this. I'm like, that feels weird. Why? He's been painted out to be like... I don't know. For him, it's, it, I think it gives him a platform to get his view across because prior to that, he was just being attacked by yeah. by everyone, by Tanner's fans, by everyone. And it's probably a little bit nice for him to be able to say his point of view on a platform that is obviously going to be seen by a lot of people. Yeah, and it's the thing weird. is, you know, it being edited and produced by Shane, as much as Shane has been brilliant with all of this, he is Tanner's friend. came to me that there was a slight bias towards her. Although yeah. they did show some things that put her in a bad light, yeah. it was never things where you're like, oh my God, yeah. like that's horrendous. Yeah. yeah, the only thing that really came out is like, yeah, she went to that party like on the <laughs> night of the, it all went to shit and things like that. Also, the whole Michael claiming she didn't invest any money, that was never spoke about. Shane brought it yeah. up and she didn't answer it when she told people she invested her money. That 
is a bit of an interesting one. The biggest takeaway from all of this is that Shane Dawson is just a, a complete YouTube legend. He's an icon. How has he managed to evolve his content and stay on that platform for so long, keep okay. it fresh? and Yeah, well, he's just... Keep making a living out of it. It's... I think he's a classic example of someone who has done YouTube right over the course of its generation. And he is an inspiration to not only me, but I'm sure to many people because he's great like he he just is great i am um i've spoke about it before i'm you know i'm a massive fan of shane i was he was one of the reasons i started youtube in the first i called my channel mbtv because shane's channel was sdtv like <laughs> he literally <laughs> was the first cute. person i watched on youtube i want i basically reached out to shane via twitter to ask him really outright i was just like hey man i was looking to progress my content and i was doing little sketch stuff and i wanted to know how shane did it so i just asked him if we could jump on skype and i could talk to him and he just wrote back he's like yeah sure let's that's so nice jump on skype and i was like had oh you ever God. met him before no mate i was so nervous <laughs> and we skyped for about an hour and a half uh, that's nice. and i asked him all these questions and he gave me an insight everything he does how he does it how much money he was spending at the time and all these things and I was like wow you, I love how much effort you put into this like you're so inspiring what do you think is the secret to his success because if you look at what he's so he started off obviously just doing the normal kind of sketches yeah, yeah. then it went up a notch he's doing kind of music video parodies and kind of bigger sketches too like a bigger production mm -hmm. budget and then he seemed to like strip it all back and he was doing the daily videos, challenges, challenges collabs, conspiracy stuff, yeah. collabs. And now he's gone to a new phase where he doesn't upload as frequently, but when he does, are like 30 minute, 40 minute episodes. Mm -hmm. And it is literally like you're watching television or Netflix or something like yeah. that. How has he managed to do this? I mean, firstly, I think he's a very entertaining person. He's naturally funny. He's experimenting with stuff, you know, he tries something, sees if it works, if it works, then he gets on board, he's got he's got his little team that he works with now, and I think it's amazing. What he's doing now is fascinating because he's really pushing TV-style content on YouTube, and he's like the first real YouTuber, I think, to, to kind of do it like that. And but it still feels very, even though it's as good as TV, it still feels very YouTube, it still feels very personal, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like, but I think it feels personal because we know Shane. You already know his personality. It's not like flicking on a document documentary on TV and being like, ooh, who's this? Yeah, that's you know, true. You kind of know him and you're like, oh, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's an icon. Yeah, it, and it's really cool how no matter what YouTube tries to do, like a lot of people have kind of you know sunk with the algorithms mm -hmm. and whatever. It never seems to affect him at affect all. Him, yeah. That's yeah, I think for, talent. I think <laughs> with him as well is he's always, he's very real with himself and his audience he's he never comes across fake and from what i know of him he just seems like a very real honest person if you guys would like to see shane on the podcast uh, that would be cool that would be i'd love to be amazing <laughs> meet him properly we love this and you should too or at least try it marcus what have you been up to recently what are you enjoying zelda are you gonna say it before we start recording? Marcus said he had a dream about Zelda last night. So. Zelda is the one. <laughs> like I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Zelda. You may have played Zelda. Yeah, it's a bit of an OG game, isn't it? It's like classic. Yeah, classic Nintendo 64. Matt hates it. I'm but just hates it. I've never properly he's, he's, no, played he's it. He's never ever played it. Boring. No, I have played it. I asked you if you played no, it the other day. Yeah, you like said once. No. Yeah, I have played it like once. Right. Not properly. Okay. So Matt's one of those 
being very cynical about it and hating it because he doesn't understand it, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. That's quite cute. We have to accept there's people in the world like that. Yeah, I got a Nintendo Switch the other day. First thing I was like, obviously I'm getting Zelda, the new Zelda. <laughs> and I know Zelda is rated as one of the best games of all time. Don't know who did those ratings. Uh, was FIFA number one? Uh, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> simple joking. gamer over no, there. No, I'm joking. But carry on. Sorry, I'm hijacking yeah, your recommendation. Fuck keep, off. Keep going. <laughs> Let's hear more about Zelda and this little cape. Yeah, that's what I've been loving. My Nintendo Switch and, and especially Zelda. It's great to pass time on planes. But you're never on plane, so no, you never. never get to play it. What's a plane? <laughs> <laughs> when I told you what my recommendation was going to be, you said it's like on the same theme as Zelda, apparently. We've started doing oh. a puzzle. Oh, yeah. No, I said it's on the same theme because you offended me by calling me a nerd for playing <laughs> Zelda. And then you went, I love puzzles. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> What, and that's not nerdy then? <laughs> yeah, we got a puzzle recently, and it's really good. It, honestly, like, we do it every night for about a half an hour, 40 minutes, put a record on. Sounds thrilling. No, it re- it's really satisfying. You know those videos you used to react to, like the satisfying ones? Oh. When you, like, fit a, a piece, especially the ones where it's like, you've got all the other sides covered, and you just have to like, put one Do you, one like, put it in, and you're like, fuck yeah, high five, boom, no, they... teamwork. <laughs> we do get excited. We're like, oh, oh, we got a big one. Yeah, it is good. I would recommend it. If you're feeling, like, stressed and stuff and just want to take oh your God, eyes... mate, stressed. Take your eyes off things. No, because to take your eyes off the screen and, like, you know what I mean? We're always on some kind of screen, whether it's a phone yeah. or a laptop. Get your eyes on a puzzle. It's good, yeah. and natural... Get more stressed. Fun. No, but going back to the reason why I did say it's a bit like Zelda is because in Zelda is a lot of problem solving. You have to do a lot of, like, puzzles. Oh, I don't so. go to, like, video games to think. I go to play football. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Are you ready? Yeah. Can you sound a bit more... Come on. Are you ready? Can you stop shouting in my headphones? (laughs) I'm trying to get you up for this. Yes, I'm ready. For a big question. Yes. Headline. American woman flies 4,000 miles to UK to tell pal, you're it, an <laughs> epic game of international tag. <laughs> I love that. Do you? Yeah. It's a little, uh, I used to little video. I love it. <laughs> yeah, eight hour flight to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's like serious respect right there. I never liked it, oh, to be honest. I thought it was crap. Because you're a slow runner. Oh, no, I'm very, you know I'm quick. But, but do you know what's better than it? Stuck in the mud. Well, wait till the end of this uh. this article. Basically, Drew McEwen was left stunned when Georgina Wilkinson, disguised as a gardener, showed up at his niece's christening to do it. It's actually very good viral marketing for there's a film coming out soon. I think called It or Oh yeah, the I've game seen, or I've something. Seen it's a horror film. No, no? they're just playing the game of it. It's like a comedy. Oh okay. Yeah. Apparently, they all started doing it. It's like her, this guy, and eight others have been playing it since they all met by chance in China in 2014. Wait, sorry. I have questions about that. What? So you, you eight people meet in China. Yeah. Are they like, fuck, guys. Wow, we really can't speak Chinese. Mandarin. Uh, Let's just play it. it? 
<laughs> yeah, it does sound a bit like they were on like a course or something. It's like, let's do some ice breaking, <laughs> do some team bonding. But yeah, she had arranged to get one over on this guy, Drew, with the help of his brother and sister. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that is a bit keen, isn't yeah, it? They've got a lot of disposable cash if you're... And time. And yeah, <laughs> what are they doing with their lives? It's like, you know what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to fly eight hours <laughs> to do actually fair. That is a good story, isn't it? When when she's older, that's a very good story. I do like that. What's the question? My question to you is, what was your favourite childhood game? Zelda. You know what I mean, like proper game. The activity games. Oh, do you know what I mean? One of those where not, you have to go outside. Not the indoor with the <laughs> curtains closed game. <laughs> oh my God, I've just thought of the weird game that I used to play with my stepbrother, oh, inspired by oh Jackass. Oh, brilliant. Honestly, when I think of it now... What the fuck were we doing? Oh, we what sat, were you doing? Basically, um, in the bedroom, we sat on one side. We both sat on the floor opposite each other. One person on one side, the, the other opposite on the other side of the room. Sat there with your legs open on the floor. Cricket ball in your hand. You just throw it at the other person and try and hit him in the dick. That's hard You're not allowed can. to block it. Oh, wait, I've played that game. Uh, Is that from Jackass? Yeah. I've played that game. Yeah. Not the cricket ball, though. Yeah, I mean, cricket that's... ball. Yeah. What what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> like, was it underarm or overarm? Uh, overarm, but like, or either. But you you couldn't like throw it hard. But you just you know like. But yeah, just let it. Yeah, hit. yeah. You're not allowed to block it. Uh, oh, I remember now. And isn't it if you block it, you, it's like a forfeit. You get yeah. hit or something. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> so was that your favourite? Oh my god, no! But I've, I've just <laughs> you, just you saying that that memories come back to me. This is why we do the big question. This um, is really just therapy for both what, of us. Okay. <laughs> What's yours? I think I've got two because right. one of headers and volleys is a classic. Okay. Just spend lots of time in the sun. But you can't that. do kick-ups. So you must be rubbish at I'm that. not rubbish. No. I'm you good can't at volleying. Make... You don't have to do kick-ups. What are you talking about? You People to cross it in. Control the ball well. Uh, well, I can. Not with kick-ups. Don't call me the fern down messy for nothing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> And then the other game is block one, two, three. Oh, what is that again? That is when you have one, pl- there's two teams, mm-hmm. you have one place, so like we used to do it on a tree, and then you'd have one team like, oh no, it is two teams, but it's only one person defending the tree. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Everyone else goes off, Yeah. and then the goal is you've got to go to the tree, hold your hand on it, and go block one, two, three. Oh my God, what the fuck? I played the exact game, but it's called 44 Save All. Well, I mean... What? That's... It's... Oh, well, it's the difference between Brighton and Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of 44 Save All. Oh, to be fair, if you go in 44 Save All, it does come up. Block 1, 2, 3 doesn't. It's a children's game combining elements of games It and Hide and Seek. Yeah. One player is on, or It, and they must capture the other players by spying them rather than by tagging. We Mine did, was we by did tagging. It, we did yeah, tagging same. as well. Oh, you're going to love me. I've just had remember the classic game. Okay. Bulldog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely used to play school classic. Field. I used to love it because I just put... Were you, what kind of bulldog did you play? I'm like, just trying to remember how you do it. Bouncing bulldog. What's bouncing? So bulldog is like you have to get from one side to, another, to the other side. Run. But yeah, it's either you... We played it like... I love playing it in rugby because in oh. rugby you play it where you have to actually take someone down rather than just tap them. You have to like actually oh, get yeah, to the floor. did that. Bundles! Bundles! <laughs> 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 You just got targeted. Like, there was one kid at school. Yeah. Changed all the time. I've been it before. You just get targeted. You just turn to your left at, at the fucking school, yeah. school break. You got about 15 people charging at you. <sighs> Where's this going? And do you remember at the, the forfeit in Heads and Volleys, like brands? So if you lose in Heads and Volleys, you have to stand there in the goal. And then, like, from the penalty spot, everyone gets uh, a chance to hit you. You have to turn yeah. your back. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. We played that with um we 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 played shit. So it's like you stand in a circle. Yeah. And it's like horse but shit. And yeah, it's one touch it was all like one touch one bounce. Yeah. With a ball and if you mess up you got the letter S, mess up again you get H, mess up again you get I. Yeah, that makes sense. And then whoever loses that then everyone brands. Yeah. What's brand? Why is it called brands? I don't know. We used to call it brands. You've, you have some weird names for things down your <laughs> down end. Down so, down. <laughs> Play a bit of brands and block one, two, three. Ah, <laughs> oh, childhood games. Yeah, that was this week's big question. Thanks for playing. Let us know what your favourite childhood games are with the hashtag LYE. You're very cute. You always include the, the audience. I never do. I, I never think about them until I'm meditating. I'm like, oh, why did I say that? I, I, I don't want people listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, that rounds up this week's episode. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it. There's been a lot we've talked about. So let us know your thoughts and subscribe. Give us five stars and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.